Hey friends, thanks for joining us. Time once again for True Crime Tuesday, where we dig into true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. This week, we take a look at an infamous story of two men who escaped a maximum security prison in upstate New York. In True Crime Tuesday, episode number 64, The Danmora Prison Break. To begin our story, let's rewind back to June 25th, 1966. That's when Richard William Matt was born in Tonawanda, New York, just outside Buffalo. Richard's biological father was a career criminal, convicted of a number of crimes including burglary, assault, writing bad checks, and possession of stolen property. Richard and his brother Robert ended up in foster care at a young age, becoming troublesome youth, having behavior problems in school, and even developing reputations as bullies terrorizing other children on the school bus. He was once sent to a group home as a teenager for stealing a houseboat and later escaped after stealing a horse and hiding out in the Allegheny State Park in upstate New York, the first of many daring escapes. Robert eventually got involved with drugs and developed a reputation for violent behavior, spending much of the 80s and 90s in and out of jail for a variety of violent crimes, including rape, burglary, and assault. In the late 90s, Robert's actions became more extreme, in December 1997, Robert and his accomplice Lee Bates kidnapped Robert's former boss, 75-year-old William Rickerson, after attempting to rob him. Matt and Bates believed Rickerson had a large sum of money hidden somewhere, so they kidnapped him, stuffed him in the trunk of a car, and drove more than 24 hours round-trip to Ohio and back, but never recovered any money, if there even was any. Robert Matt eventually killed his former boss by snapping his neck, dismembering his body, dumping it into a river, before making yet another daring escape, this time to Mexico. While hiding out in Mexico, Robert Matt murdered his second victim, a man named Charles Arnold Periolt. Periolt was an American working in a border region of Mexico. The two men were at a bar together when Periolt went to use the restroom. Matt followed him, robbed him of 300 American dollars, and then stabbed him to death. Soon after, Matt was arrested and sentenced to 23 years in a Mexican prison. While in prison in Mexico, Matt attempted another daring prison escape, this time climbing a wall onto the prison's roof before being shot by guards. And up to that point, Matt had been shot a total of nine times, according to his son, who said, It's like they can't kill him. Then flash forward to 2007. Robert Matt was extradited back to the United States to stand trial for the murder of his former employer, William Rickerson. And during that trial, his former accomplice, Lee Bates, testified against him and was subsequently sentenced to 25 to life for second-degree murder. Now, it was while his time in prison that Robert met a younger man named David Sweat from the Binghamton area. David was born June 14, 1980, and raised by a single mother alongside two sisters. And David, too, had a rough childhood and exhibited violent behavior starting at a young age. David's mother eventually sent him to live with his aunt and uncle in Florida until he stole and wrecked his aunt's car and, proving to be just too much to handle, was soon sent into foster care. And by the time David was a teenager, he was essentially homeless. But he was a very detailed planner who, along with his cousin, orchestrated these elaborate burglaries to get by while living on the streets. Some of their grand plans landed the two of them in jail on several occasions throughout the late 1990s and early 2000s. Then, in 2002, David and two other accomplices robbed a fireworks store in Great Bend, Pennsylvania. But after returning to New York, 
they were caught by Broome County sheriffs while transferring stolen goods from one vehicle to another. When confronted by authorities, David Sweat opened fire, hitting Deputy Kevin Tarcia before running him over with the getaway car. Police later tracked down the three men who were arrested just a few days later. At the trial, Sweat and his accomplice pled guilty to first-degree murder to avoid the death penalty, and David Sweat was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility for parole. Now, Richard Matt and David Sweat met one another at the Clinton Correctional Facility in Danmora, New York, a maximum security facility in the upper northeastern part of the state near the Canadian border. Matt was serving 25 to life for murdering his former boss, and Sweat was serving out his life sentence. The two men were relatively well-behaved during their time in prison. They even earned the privilege of moving cells to the coveted Honor Block, a section of larger cells designed for prisoners with multiple years with no disciplinary action. Richard Matt would even trade artwork of famous people with his prison guards. But the two men's actions were all just a ruse to give the guards a false sense of security, because behind closed cell doors, the two were hatching an elaborate escape plan, which had been compared to Stephen King's Shawshank Redemption. They had already stolen tools from the prison contractors to cut and carve their way out, replacing the tools in their rightful place before morning. That was until June 6, 2015, when the two men were unaccounted for during the early morning bed check and had last been seen at 10.30 the previous night. Soon after, the prison reported an external breach, meaning not only had the men escaped their bunks, they had escaped the prison facility altogether and were now on the loose somewhere in upstate New York. Investigators later found that the two men had drafted plans with multiple prison employees who helped them escape. The first was a former employee named Joyce Mitchell, who was originally supposed to be the getaway driver, but ended up pulling out at the last minute, later confessing to her part in the plan. Another was a man named Gene Palmer, a prison guard who was later charged with assisting in the escape. He also admitted to, in addition to other favors, sneaking in tools to help the men carve out their exit route in exchange for some of Robert Matt's artwork. Because of the two men's violent histories and the close proximity to the Canadian border, the Danmore prison break caused a full-scale manhunt involving the Canadian Royal Mounted Police, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, the FBI, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms, State Police, Local Police, New York State Forest Rangers, and the U.S. Marshals. Overall, the investigation and the ensuing manhunt is said to have cost nearly $23 million. Governor Andrew Cuomo even offered $75,000 rewards for information leading to the men's capture. Highways were closed, schools were shut down, neighboring prisons beefed up surveillance, and neighboring states including Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Vermont were all put on high alert. The men were on the run for over a week until Robert Matt was spotted after firing a shotgun at a passing car in Franklin County, New York, on June 26, 2015. Authorities were soon dispatched and Robert Matt was shot and killed by U.S. Border Patrol agents in the woods near Malone, New York nearly 50 miles from the Clinton Correctional Facility. And at the time, no one had any idea where Matt's accomplice was. That was until New York State Trooper Sergeant Jay Cook saw David Sweat two days later, walking along a rural road about 16 miles from where Robert Matt had been shot and killed. When Sergeant Cook turned his car around to question Sweat, he took off, running into a nearby hayfield. Sergeant Cook then fired two shots, hitting Sweat in the right shoulder and the left arm, leaving him in critical condition. Now, since then, David Sweat made a full recovery and was moved to a special housing unit at the Five Points Maximum Security Correctional Facility in Romulus, New York, which is less than 60 miles where I sit at this very moment to serve out the remainder of his days. 
And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday, episode number 64, The Dan Mora Prison Break. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.